G'day, dorks, and welcome into Lords of Dorktown, a podcast all about anime, cartoons, and video game. I'm your host, Philip, and the dorks joining me tonight is the cartoon cunt Tayo and the manga motherfucker himself, Johnny Rowe. How are we, boys? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm regretting this. <laughs> we we got to think of something to call yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, again. It's not gonna like I'm. I'm your host, Philip the fuckwit. Philip, <laughs> so unimaginative. <laughs> oh, fiction, <laughs> Philip. Yes. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't uh, hate it. <laughs> I can't wait till our fan fiction gets written. Oh man! If in the first fan fiction <laughs> that gets written about this show, if I'm not pegging the absolute Christ out of you, Tyson, what? You're the most beta person that's on I this know. podcast, and it's your podcast. Fan You'll fic- be getting pegged by everyone else. Fan fiction is a twist on the original subject matter. Okay, it goes places the original <laughs> show will never go. <laughs> and they already have a description of my penis, so they'll be able to accurately draw it. <laughs> Mediocre and circumcised. <laughs> not mediocre, medium sized. <laughs> It's far but me. Okay, and Medi- mediocre is such a better. <laughs> such yes. <laughs> so much dick talk. Um, <laughs> so how are we, boys? We're back, back in the yeah. studs again. Pretty good. How you been, man? How you been since we last saw each other? Are we going to pretend like this is? <laughs> I don't know how we're doing this. <laughs> well, we obviously just know now. Okay, for the listeners out, we literally just finished recording the first uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender episode, and we're we're back in it again for the second week. Yeah, when we were discussing, couldn't wait. We're just we literally were discussing this. <clears throat> I was like, why don't we just do all three in a day? Then you know we can stay on it. We can do yeah. really well. You're like, yeah, that's a great idea, and I'm already regretting it. <laughs> three in a three in a day is going to be brutal. We just. Just not even that energy levels, mate. My energy levels are, are yeah. diminishing very quickly. But normally, I take the week to watch books. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the rewatch of this for me was like a glorious, like shot to my past of what I how I used to consume media because I literally just locked into some brutal marathons of Avatar: The Last Airbender, where I was just, you know, trying to get twelve episodes in a session, where I was just. The f- limited time I had, I was cramming as much Avatar into it as possible. I've watched this basically consecutively um, since 2009. Yeah. Like, Your just, favorite ever. Yeah, it's my favorite. I used to, like, as a big contributor to the wiki, like, every night I used to watch three episodes, break down, like, inconsistencies in animation and stuff like, like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, like, I love this shit, man. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah, so much. Like, yeah, I've watched. I think, yeah, I've got the whole DVD set on the on the cabinet over there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this is one series that I've rewatched every year basically since it's come out. But yeah, this is the first time I've done, or since since the first time I watched it, I've done like a solid solid marathons of it. Yeah, nice. Fuck, it holds up. Binge watching this show is the best way to watch oh, this show. Yeah, it's it's great. I like don't know why binge watching makes it so much better, but it does. It's just oh, you yeah, just. It's not, it's not every, it's not every 
I can't. I like I like Rick and Morty. I can watch one episode a day if that. Like yeah. the more if I watch too much Rick and Morty in a day, I'm like, I oh, fucking my brain hurts. I'm so done with this fucking exhausting yeah. nonsense. Hold on, John. I can't really hear you. You dumb cunt. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> How we doing? I'm a bit late to the podcast. Um, I just I just got here a bit late. <laughs> definitely had my definitely had the microphone on when I got here, but <laughs> I was just about five minutes late. I was four, four minutes and thirty seconds late. G'day, dorks, and welcome into Laws of Dorktown, a podcast all about anime, cartoons, and video games. I'm your host, Philip, and the dork joining me tonight is the cartoon cunt himself, Tyson, <laughs> and the manga motherfucker, John. <laughs> fucking hell, it's the second time I've had to do this intro because John can't fucking turn a microphone on. <laughs> five minutes, five minutes of some nice natural conversation we're going to have Fuck. to try and jankily fucking replicate. Oh, can't we? So yeah, Avatar's really easy to watch, it's natural, you can oh, binge watch it. God, I hate you. You're yeah, the one with the board in front of you. I contributed to the wiki, I love oh, the shit, yeah. I've watched it consecutively since 2009. And we're back up to date, okay. Okay, fine. <laughs> God. Fuck though, man. I, it's your two guys' fault, and I was. Twice is the one that found out. Anywho, g'day, dorks, and welcome into Lots of Dork Town. Oh yeah, fan fiction, Philip. Fan fiction, Philip. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, I'm probably just going to leave that all five minutes in, and it's going to be absolutely unlistenable, and it's your fault, John. <laughs> no, it'll be hilarious. People won't really notice. Like, we'll oh, throw it in at the end. Throw it in at the end. Oh, spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it out. Yeah. Um. How are we all doing, guys? Yeah, it's been a while since we saw each other, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 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 I'm angry. Uh, <laughs> such gold content. Anyway, yeah. it's been great, great. We're back again. We're doing book tour, Avatar The Last Airbender, but continuing on from last week. We do have an end of the year segment that we're gonna we're gonna discuss. So we're doing favorite TV shows. Of the year, specifically not anime, because anime will be a whole separate topic. So this is any TV show you've watched this year or come out this year that you think is the best. Adventure Time, Distance Land. What is that? Because yeah. you mentioned Adventure that Time, Distant Lands. Okay, is that like a movie, a movie. or is it a follow-up like, season? Or? Um, both. Okay. So like two episodes are out now, one's featured around BMO. And one's featured around PB and Marceline. We finally get a nice little insight Is into... Is this post or pre? Um, yes. I don't want to... Well, <laughs> that, that tells me nothing. Well, uh, either one or the other. <laughs> spoilers, if you... I really recommend watching it. Um, like, I really Tyson? recommend watching it. So I'm don't. so okay with you spoiling Adventure Time for me that I'm going to be annoyed you. if you don't. Yeah, spoil if you okay. don't tell me if it's so pre So, the BMO episode is pre, but you don't really know that. Until he lands and you see young Finn and Jake. Or she, it, they Thanks land. for spoiling it for me. Yeah, I don't want to watch it now. <laughs> <No>. Spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the PB and Marceline is like after. You've always yeah. been like a massive Avenger Time guy. And I, I, yeah. I really did enjoy Avenger Time back in the day. And I've drifted off it since. 
I think the day I stopped being super interested in Adventure Time is the day I walked past the JJ's and all I could see was fucking <laughs> Finn and Jake on literally every surface of clothing in the entire store. Yeah, yeah. and then there'd be like these fucking casuals walking around with like um, leggings. Yeah, Adventure Time leggings were huge for yeah. some yeah. reason. It got super commercial. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, for JJ's, for anyone who doesn't know, is the Australian equivalent of Hot Topic. I've been told that. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So that makes sense when they talk about Hot Topic. Hot Topic, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Do you guys know like Uniqlo? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they just have... They've just dropped a bigger... Anime. Dan Slayer collection. Yeah. They've always done pretty good They anime. did. It's like JJ's, anime JJ's. JJ's God, also jumped on Rick and Morty too. Perfential. Oh, JJ's jump on... Fucking everything. <laughs> yeah. JJ's, uh Look at the size of that fucking mozzie. Can we not have any more non-on-pod gags? <laughs> the first five minutes of this episode is already the most unlistenable fucking unprofessional yeah. podcast we ever. Still oh, it's, it's half of a very well done. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's awesome. Um, yeah, it's three, two thirds of there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I like it. Just missing I, the best part. I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm here. My mic was on. <laughs> um, yeah, Adventure Time holds a place in my heart as <clears throat> Avatar Last Airbender does. Like, yeah. to me, they're just these, like, beautiful cinematic masterpieces that we don't deserve. The show were... I was both really into them at the same sort of time, but regular mm. show didn't hold up as much. But Adventure Time, it's just like... Again, it's... It's children don't deserve it. <laughs> like it's yeah. so much. There's so much more to it than than kids can grasp. And it's really cool seeing Pendleton. Or maybe that did Midnight Gospel come out this year? Midnight Gospel came out. Well, this then year. yeah, it's so hard to choose between Midnight Gospel and that because yeah. like that's a really cool insight into Pendleton Ward's psychedelic side because mm. there's a lot of subtleties in uh, Adventure for, Time. For anyone who doesn't know, Midnight Gospel was a Director anime animated, uh, director Netflix animated cartoon series. About a Duncan Trussell's podcast. Podcast, yeah. basically, yeah. The last episode for Heart Wrenching. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cried in the last episode of um, Adventure so, like, Time 2. So Cried in the last episode of this. Which one? What's, which one's show of the year? Which one's honourable mention? Fuck. Make I'm a choice. I'm going to have to. I'll go slower now. Hmm. Make do, do, a do, choice. Do, do. Um, I would definitely have to be. (laughs) (laughs) It would definitely have to be Midnight Gospel because, or the Midnight Gospel because it's just unlike anything I've ever seen. Amber's comment after watching, we'd watch it one episode at a time. It's not something you can binge. She's like, I feel like I've just been in therapy, and it's like, Mm. yeah, I've left my psych feeling like that too. Like it's so super intense. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, and then just the way that they use this like outlandish animation to sort of break down your, like, your willing removal of disbelief comes yeah. into play because they've got this absurd um, cartoon and it adds it adds to the the conversation too. But the conversation is the core. So you just, he, like, Penn just got to have a lot of fun with animation. So, yeah. 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 Midnight Gospel, Honourable Mentions, Adventure Time, Distance Land. Right Thank yeah. you, Pendleton Warren. I simp for you. <laughs> jo- Johnny Boy. Hands, TV show of the year, not anime. Down. Your pants. <laughs> My pants. There is no question that The Boys season two mm. was some of the greatest television I have ever watched. Yeah, and I'm putting it, I'm putting it up there with Breaking Bad. Oh I'm wow! Put, I'm oh, putting wow. it 
in front of Game of Thrones because the last season of Game of Thrones can suck yeah. it. Trash. R.I.P. Season yeah, 8. Yeah. just melted. R.I.P. Um, <laughs> season 2 of The Boys was better than Season 1 and that was standalone amazing mm, well, I'm going to have to watch it then. You really need to watch it. Um, and all the dogs out there, the ones that have watched it know what I'm talking about. And like, like Phil's mentioned before, you kind of do have to give yourself more than one episode. Three episodes minimum, people. Three, three episodes. I find um, that's yeah, general a good rule. It's yeah. there. It's the only rule that I follow religiously. Yeah. Everything else in my life is in the air, but that rule sticks <laughs> so fucking firm. You're married, yeah. Phil. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> He's got two kids. He still doesn't know if he likes them. Yeah. <laughs> He's the third one. He's uh, the third one. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not, yeah, exactly. I gotta go. I gotta go for one more to figure out if I like this whole dad thing. <laughs> Um, it's super intense so you don't need to give yourself like more than one episode Mm. because you'll just be in shock after the first episode but the season two was freaking incredible yeah and it is far out there being the best tv show that i've watched all year by a long shot. So, wow. yeah, awesome. not even a competition for me. Any honourable mentions? No, nah, I can't yeah. even think of anything other than the boys that yeah, I wow. super liked. Um, uh, for me, it's a, um, it goes to a series that actually aired late 2019, but because of the way Australian internet works and service providers, it didn't actually become watchable here for a little while. If you Unless you were subscribed to the Murdoch fucking... Shit show that is Foxtel, <laughs> which I'm, I'm not doing anymore. Yeah. But I got it on Binge, which is another Murdoch shit show. But for some reason, I can justify it because <laughs> <laughs> it's a streaming service and I you like don't those. Have to watch ads. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, The Watchmen, it's a Lindelof uh, created series that follows on from the graphic novel The Watchmen. Um, it is hands down nine of the best episodes of television I've ever watched. Yeah, really? Yeah, it's fucking amazing. I'll have to and as someone who, give it a go. As someone who's only dabbled lightly into the, the Watchmen original graphic novel, like I've read it but I've I, I like I read it sporadically and I didn't read it in a sitting and yeah. kind of got all mixed up in my head about a few things. Um but the series, man, oh the Watchmen series is it's so that good. good. I've only um I've only ever seen the movie. So yeah, the, how would you put it up I against like that? Oh, it makes the Zack Snyder Watchmen movie look like a the giant pile of it's the equivalent of Avatar: The Last Airbender <laughs> to, to the. Oh wow! Really? It's it's that no, I, I liked yeah. the movie. I thought the movie, the mo- was the movie good. is good, but compared That's to the source material than... and compared to Watchmen, it's fucking nothing. Yeah, wow. Cool. Okay, I'm it's, really gonna have to watch it. Yeah, the the movie the the series is. Oh. Did I, Umbrella Academy season two come out this that's year? My, that's my honourable mention. Honourable mention, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So season two of Umbrella Academy. Yeah, uh, again, uh, uh, based on the graphic novels of Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance. But that's crazy. When I found that out, I uh, was like so mind good. blown. And the the little, no spoilers, but the little teaser at the, the tail end of season two of um, Umbrella Academy, that one frame has filled me with so much hope about what the next season's going to be. Yeah. Like that one single shot frame. tried to... Research what like the oh the man I've the third the, book the, the silhouettes yes yeah, the silhouettes yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, silhouettes yeah, of the trying to figure out who yeah, they are. yeah just literally just I had that frame and not only that shot but also the opening five minutes of the first episode of Umbrella Academy season two where they're yeah. all using their powers against the Soviets yeah and that was and dope. Oh, yeah you get to see so a, a good. bigger extent to the powers yeah you just go with uh, yeah, spinning yeah, the, bullets, uh, bullets, bullet yeah. time and shit like that. Oh, so yeah. good. but yeah, yeah, honorable mention to that. It's 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 an amazing series, and 
yeah. got renewed for a third season, which Thank it God. broke the Netflix's curse of the two-season run of great TV shows that never get a third. Yeah. Looking at you, Dirk Gently, Holistic Detective Agency, a great series <laughs> that no one knows about. Yeah. What about... <laughs> Doesn't sound worth knowing about. No, it's so... <laughs> stars Elijah Wood and it's fucking amazing. Dirk Gently, Holistic Detective Agency yeah, is a great I TV show. I saw that come up in my suggested. I was like... No, nah, it's so great. Shit name. Yeah. Nope, so great. <laughs> Fucking watch it. They need it. That's the thing with streaming services. You need it to be basically like a YouTube thumbnail and title. It mm. needs yeah. to be like clickbait. You'd be like, you What's can't like, believe what happens to Dirk Gently. Do you know? <laughs> gone sexual, brackets. Oh, there's a there's a series and, oh man, I really want to ask my wife who's in the next room, but it's on Netflix and it's called Lovesick here, but the original name of it was, um, it was something. Facial uh, Ralph? No, it was. Scrotal Recall was the original. <laughs> was the original. Was the original title of it. I'm that pretty like sure it's right. I'm shit. pretty yeah. sure it's Scrotal Recall. <laughs> That's hilarious. God, I, uh, if I'm wrong, I'm fucking so wrong. But yeah, because it's about a guy who catches the clap or something like that, and he has to go back through all his past lovers and tell them to get tested. It's it's a really oh, great rom-com series. Isn't that title, based man. off? Flash's life. How many phone calls? So for listeners out there, Flash is one of our friends um, who's an absolute root rat. How many phone calls do you reckon he's had to have made where it's just like, hey, just so you know, get tested? I feel like he's had to make heaps. How many has he made? Probably not enough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I feel like he's get the one getting the call. Like, hey, I have this, and he's like, oh, oh yeah, I wonder where that came oh. from. Oh, sorry, definitely not treating that with several antibiotics <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> but I won't finish the course off. <laughs> <laughs> I feel good now. I'll ask for Kim for later. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's the that's the end of the year segment for TV shows wrapped up. Next week we'll be doing uh, best of the year for anime. 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 That's going to be a big because twenty twenty for anime was like the biggest year for anime. It felt like like this year was the only anime felt like the only industry that didn't really slow down because of a global pandemic. It, they consistently yeah. put out really yeah, amazing stuff. Easy because they. Those people already socially isolated. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're animated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm already at home at my it's, computer. It's so easy to work from home for that. <laughs> but we're not here to talk about an anime. We're here to talk about book two of Avatar, The Last, the last Airbender, and also The Last Airbender. <laughs> he is great. So let's rip into that, guys. Water. Ago, the four nations lived together in harmony. Then everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Only the Avatar, master of all four elements, could stop them. But when the world needed him most, he vanished. A hundred years passed, and my brother and I discovered the new Avatar, an airbender named Aang. And although his airbending skills are great, he has a lot to learn before he's ready to save anyone. But I believe. Aang can save the world. So book two of Avatar The Last Airbender. Taking taking place straight after the events of the climax of season one with the defeat of the Fire Nation at the Northern Water Temple. Tribe. Tribe. We yeah, tribe. We see the Avatar gang taking off to the Earth Kingdom to find Aang a Teacher. It's not the Avatar gang, it's just the gang with two A's. Don't they call it the Avatar gang at the end no. of this? Team Does Avatar. It? Yeah, Team, Team Avatar. Avatar. Sorry. But we just know it as the gang. 
in the yeah. fandom. G A A. That's right. Oh, yeah. in the fandom. Sorry, we're not, oh, we're God, not yeah. in the fandom. Gonna get <laughs> with the gang. They, they revoked my bring membership. Bring it. Oh man, anyone who's on R slash Avatar Last Airbender who wants to have a go at me, fucking bring it, nerds. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't poke the bees nest, man. But it's the only place in the entire internet where I can be an alpha. No, fucking bring it. Are you kidding me? Uh, Can't wait to dunk on some losers. That is r slash sissy boys, but r slash cuck. I'm pretty good on too. <laughs> um, so book two, man. This is uh, an amazing season of TV. This is it takes everything from that was great from book one and expands on it. We get uh, and a new addition to the team Avatar Dang. with with um, Toph, the blind bandit, who is. By far, one of my favorite members Boss, of the gang. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, one of the most powerful benders, and arguably the most powerful Earthbender in the alive in the whole series. There's a bit of a um, like argument between who's more powerful, Boomy or um, oh. because Boomy seems to be like stronger physically, and mm. he does bend without moving. Like, he bends with just, bends his, with just, his, head, just yeah. his head, and he's not touching any earth mm. or hasn't been in contact with any earth for a while. But, like, Toph invents metal bending. Yeah, but isn't it... It's implied that Boomy picks up metal bending pretty soon after, isn't it? Um, oh, I don't think... I think it's definitely really... applied in some extended material I've read, but um, that's probably me just bringing fan fiction into the real yeah, world. Not, not yeah, I don't, think, I don't think it's canon. They do mm. have a bit of a spa, um, like, in... One of the graphic novels, but yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. Starts really strong. Has, just has some amazing episodes. Like the first episode of this season uh, caps off with the Avatar state. So we see the the group meet the um, Earth Kingdom general and basically the Avatar or the general wants to use the Avatar state to wipe out the Fire Nation straight away. Because yeah. of the you, we, we got to see what the Avatar state is capable of in the, in the climax of the last season. And we immediately see them trying to weaponize that against the Fire Nation. Yeah. Yep. And it's a really good episode because we see we see Aang be treated like a child for the one of the first times we've kind yeah. of seen. Like and he's legitimately treated like an absolute child in this. All his decision and power of choice is taken away from yeah. him. Well he's also yeah. just treated like a weapon. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Just treated like a nothing. I and really like when they dress him up in the costumes of Oh, so the good. And they throw and all they, the different yeah. elements at him. Fire, in. Earth, water. <laughs> yeah, and he just sneezes mud on it. Yeah, it's so great. Um <laughs> awesome. But like that's that's a strong that's a strong start to the book. And then straight away we're into the cave of two lovers. Yeah, probably the most memed um part of the whole oh. series. Do you have that up? The secret tunnel yeah. song, no, but secret I will. Secret tunnel. I'm gonna pull it up because it is—it's amazing. Yeah, um, yeah, so good. Um, that's big on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I know that from Emma. <laughs> is Emma yeah. big on TikTok? Yeah, Emma's big on TikTok. Oh, TikTok—the <laughs> one yeah. thing I don't understand. <laughs> TikTok is so. With their TikTok. <laughs> it's funny because it's like the deep days of YouTube. Um, yeah, because it's like all of these people that shouldn't be uploading photo, um, videos are uploading videos, but then the algorithm's so good that it puts like this video has two views and now it's on your thing. Oh and man! Yeah, like, shout out to Christina P on yeah, your thanks, mom's Christina house because she <laughs> started that whole like that sub that like dark level of yeah. TikTok and she shares the cr- like oh man, there's the just best. some th- like you said, there's some things that are on TikTok 
that should not be on TikTok. Yeah, it shouldn't be on the <laughs> internet. Be on the <laughs> Wait, are you, are you guys both on TikTok? No, no, no I both have the app. I cherry pick no. from Amber and what Christina uploads. Yeah, yeah. Follow okay. follow your mum's house studios. I will on yeah. Instagram because yeah, TikTok's like this wasteland. I like I don't <laughs> consume any content from TikTok, yeah. and it scares me quite frankly. There's some, there's a lot of actually great stuff on there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I do have that secret tunnel thing. We'll see if it plays. It's not playing. So, no, it's not going to play. Two lovers <laughs> separated from one oh, another. Oh, I got it. I got it. I'm a dickhead. Whoa, sounds like someone's got a case of destination <laughs> fever. Oh, yes. The biggest You're worried too much world. about where you're going. Oh, it's so great. You focus less on the where and more this on the going. This thing's fucking G-Pose. Oh, that's oh. so hippie, man. Ma. Shoo. <laughs> Sokka's right. We need to find King Boomy so Aang can learn earthbending somewhere safe. This goes for two minutes. Fuck, like the song doesn't go for that long. Uh, okay. There's an old story about a secret pass <laughs> right through <laughs> the mountains. Sokka gets put with them and they go through Is the mountains. Is this real or a legend? Red. Oh, oh it's, it's a, a real, real legend. legend. <laughs> <laughs> earthbending itself. Forbidden from one another, a war divides their people, and a mountain divides them apart. Can't a path to be together? Yeah, I forget the next couple lines, but uh, then it goes. Secret tunnel, secret tunnel. Secret, 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 secret tunnel! Yeah. <laughs> Get out. Ah, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, Don't forget no. the next couple of lines. <laughs> <laughs> secret uh, But yeah, so that, and that, like, that's the second episode in this season, and it's a fucking ripper. We also, that's the first introduction we get to the origins of the Earthbenders, which is the blind badger moles. They're just called badger moles, but yeah. Uh, okay, Jesus. They are blind. They are yeah, blind. They are blind. So but you don't call them the furry badger moles. No. Or the long clawed badger moles. I mean, if there was a short clawed. But I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, but then that there's, there's a not blind version of the badger mole. There could be a not blind there's version. Not. We don't because know. They're moles. We don't know. I do. Anyway. Know. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Isn't wait. IRL, isn't there a thing called the blind badger mole? No. <laughs> Probably. There's no. The, oh, there's the naked mole rat. Naked mole nah. rat, that's one. Yeah, um, it's not Rufus. <laughs> no. <laughs> Kim Possible's on the list, by the way. Yes. It is coming up in the future. <laughs> Chapter three, Return to Amashu. Also really oh, fucking so great. great. You get to a, learn Philip's waifu. Oh, we get the introduction of May. your waifu as well. Oh. So the return to Amashu, we get oh, the introduction I just of love the splits. <laughs> <laughs> return to uh, the children. Remember, children. The return to Amashu. <laughs> we'll get they be whatever age <laughs> I want them to be. <laughs> so we get just barely that. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck. It was pretty questionable about okay. of Katara. You there said is a group. There is nothing that has been said in this episode that is going to air so far. <laughs> it is insane. This episode is shit. It is insane. <laughs> Of the year, guys. We haven't um, even started drinking yet. I'm pretty sure there was a knock at the door too. Well, hello. That's fine. Return anyway, to Amashu. Return right. to Amashu. So we get the introduction of Azula. We get the introduction of a May, and we get the introduction of Ty Lee. Uh, Three great characters. 
Azula all, all is introduced in episode uh, one. Yeah, no, yeah. she's all foreshadowed in the uh, climax of season one too. Yeah, but she's yeah. Episode, she's introduced in the Avatar. Season yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, but she goes there. Really cool, fucking awesome. So much cool shit. Chi blocking, awesome. Is it even as like a trio of villains? It's probably one of my favorite villain kind of groups. Like main group of villains that we get in any cartoons. Like they're so scary and formidable. Them in this season when they turn up as fake Kyoshi warriors in the the climax of this season is great. Yeah. They are terrifying women. Yeah. And also May can get everything. I love May so much. can get everything. Oh, May is so much better, man. No way. She's like Daria that throws knives. (laughs) You didn't say anything that was bad in that sentence. You said two things that are cool. (laughs) Um, Then episode four, The Swamp. Oh. Fucking cool. Get so the, the swamp the, the swamp gets swamp. it for me for my favorite episode of this season. Probably the same for me too. Like the, the foggy swamp and the benders. vine the vine bender is yeah. Oh, what would a lemur need a shirt for? Oh, so great. And them chasing so good. Them chasing Upper through the swamp is so funny. Another great song. Set my lines by the riverbed. I caught ten fish and I killed <laughs> them dead. dead. I cut them and gut them and I tossed their heads in the water to keep them cat gators fed. <laughs> in in that a cat gator. Yeah, cat gator. Cat yeah, gator's really great, cool. yeah. But they're not like a cat cross an alligator. It's a catfish cat cross an alligator. alligator, yeah. In that scene too, when he's sitting there tapping his bone boat for a couple of frames, his um, right arm that he's tapping the boat with disappears. It's a little like... That's one of the bigger um, inconsistencies in yeah, that's animation. Strike one of you being too overqualified to be able to. Talk about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You, you're sitting at a hundred right now. <laughs> <laughs> just dial that. No, just dial that dog dial back, babe. Five or six paces, it'll be fine. Trying to compensate for John over here. Yeah, who's <laughs> <laughs> sitting at one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with his microphone off. <laughs> Stop referencing it, otherwise I can't edit it out. You have to put it in at least at the. End. Yeah, um, yeah, it's great. I I love that whole culture. Like, it's really cool when um, (laughs) they tried to um, sucker tries to feed the bug to Slim, their pet cat gator, Um, and yeah, and then he's like, "That not a bug. That's people People food." food. (laughs) And just like the whole yeah, you can water bend. That means we's kids. Yeah. the swamp, the swamp's really good for me. The reason the swamp holds up so much is because it's we've only seen waterbenders in these kind of nomadic, well not nomadic, these um, Arctic tribes at yeah. the poles, and to see yeah. like a completely different cultural take on what waterbending would look like for a different culture, yeah. it's, yeah. it's so great, and they did it well too. It's not, it's yeah. not over the top. It's it's kind of perfect. Yeah, to be and honest. the vine bending is awesome, and then the whole like. Um, spiritual side of the swamp, yeah, oh, the tree, and the, yeah, the, the, oh. um, yeah, the tree. That, that it's, line it's when, awesome. um, well, that line when the the vine bender meets the 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 Hicks and he's like, His "Name's Hugh." Hugh, and he's like, "Uh, uh, yeah, what have you been up to, Hugh?" And he's like, "You know, bend some vines, scare some folks." <laughs> hey, like, Hugh, <laughs> where <are> you been? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> bending vines, scaring folks. <laughs> yeah, love That's it. Great. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my pick for the the best episode of the season. That, but it's so hard to pick because like even like Black Lake Lau- episode, yeah. Lake Lau guy at the end of the season is a yeah. 
That's and we cool. get the return of Jet too, and, and the most oh. um, undefined death in oh Jet's cinematic. so dead, yeah, I he's know, but, so dead. But they, I like how they put the little um, little end like they address that in the Ember Islands players yeah. where they're like, "Did Jet die? I don't know. It was really unclear." Yeah, like yeah. if if you don't remember, John, what happens is uh, Jet is um, kind of he gets earth bended basically br- looks like broken back, kind of just laid out on the floor, earth bended just. Wrecked. Yeah, they smash him. He dies. <laughs> he dies, and then Clearly. he's like, he's yeah. laying there, and he's like, "No, you guys go on." And two of his his uh, mates stay back to help him. Two of the freedom fighters, um, Smellerby and Archer, <laughs> <laughs> Long Shadow, I think his name is Long Shot. Is it Lo- something? Oh, yeah. Fuck. And they they, they leave him, and they're down. like, "Oh, we'll be fine." And as they're walking away, Toff's like, "They're lying," and they're both uh-huh. crying, and that's. All the you yeah. get, but like it's in so like, and then he, so you see dead. him pull a shot, yeah, and that's it, and that's it. So um, chapter yeah. ten, they had to put him out of his misery, right? Yeah, chapter yeah. ten, yeah. the library, the library is awesome. great, yeah, and something that is driven through the whole series from now on. Yeah, it's in Cora, it's in everything. This is like a pillar stone. Yeah, and then they introduces the um the eclipse, mm. like the darkest day in um Fire Nation, Fire Nation history. history, and then they. Like use the um, big planetarium thing to predict the there's next. A, there's a proper word for those, and I think there's one in like a museum in Sydney, and I've always wanted to go to it. I think it is a planetarium, but I might be wrong. Yeah, it's like the thing where you move the dials and it shows the yeah. position of the sun and the moon from that point. That time. That yeah. point of time from that point in place. So it's like crossing. Yeah, it follows the... Um, Solarium? I'll quickly look it up. Anyway, yeah. talk. Um, then that's also another cool introduction to a subset of bending where there's sandbenders. Yeah, sandbenders are great. Yeah, and they're really cool and they use a almost airbending type like mm. um, movements with these whirlwinds to create air from moving the sand around. Yeah. And yeah, and again, this season does, like book two in particular, has a lot of points where it takes what we, what book one taught us about bending and kind of elaborates on it. Mm-hmm. So we. We get a really great moment with um, Iroh and Zuko in this moment where they, uh, where the Zuko's learning the technique to redirect lightning, and to do that, uh, Iroh goes through and breaks down the kind of, you know, broad terms of what each element represents and the people yeah. that bend it represents. So and they go how th- the how it develops and why yeah, it's exactly. connected to their cultures mm. and their customs, and then he goes on to, uh, uh, like. Acknowledge the fact that he created the lightning redirecting thing off a water bending. Yeah, it's a, it's a water bending technique, like because of flowing the yeah, energy, flowing energy through the body, and I just uh, that for me is how I get my understanding. Like that is what my understanding of the elements is now. His actual description of it, yeah. like it's so perfect and it's portrayed so well and so detailed that it makes it so understandable him talking about splitting the yin and yang energy to produce lightning Mm. that is very like it's based like positive and negative um likely charged particles separate and then come together to create light lightning lightning works it's really cool and then when um zuka's like okay i'm ready to try it i'm not going to shoot you with lightning (laughs) are you crazy (laughs) Yeah, and then he's up on the. That's great. Did you yeah. did you have a favorite episode in this season? Are you talking to me? Yeah, yeah. I said the swamp. Oh, the swamp. Oh, yeah, so you you agree with swamp. me? Yeah, John. Yeah. Do you have a do you have a favorite episode? Well, this I only got to catch up for the first couple of episodes. Um, I think the first episode was actually dope as hell. Yeah, Avatar State is a great episode. Yeah. There's this episode. This season has 
two one-shot episodes. Yeah, so Tales of Basing Say and Up Is Lost Day are both these montage kind of lost episodes where it's... Yeah. And both of those made me cry. Yeah. Um, Tales of Basing Say in particular is... Oh, yeah, riffing. Iroh talking about like his son Luten, yeah, who has died, and him yeah. lighting that. Yeah, his try little... try watching that episode while your son's asleep in your lap, and try yeah. just oh brutal. Yeah, that'd be rough. It wasn't yeah. wasn't great. Um, uh, Upper's Lost Days is really good too. Yeah, that's cool. You get to see his connection with the Kyoshi Warriors and, and the stuff like monk that. at the um, yeah Guru Atik at, at the Eastern. Eastern. Yeah. God, I'm. Pulled that out of my ass. <laughs> Pretty sure it's decent. Correct no. us if we're wrong. They will. They'll correct yeah. us anyway. Season two, we also get, from my count, I think it's three appearances of the Cabbage Guy. Um, or four. Chapter 12, Serpent's Pass. Fucking awesome. Mm. Talking about, like, refugees and, like, yeah. Again, lots of very topical, very, like, big Well, the first, statements. yeah. Well, the first half of this season is really cemented in the, it's Ang's moody teen phase because he loses Upper. Yeah. Upper gets stolen from the desert um, in the library episode. In the mid to latter half of the season. Yeah, so it's like episode 10 that happens and it doesn't really come back to him till the end of this episode. So, yeah, the whole season. Yeah. It's the last season, the last episode of this season. Yeah, but you said the end of the episode. Oh, sorry. I did too. Um, but yeah, so this whole this whole latter half of this season is is kind of plunged into this depression Aang's in where he loses his best friend. Yeah. And he's, he's very angsty. Oh. <laughs> God. You know what? That's the only thing I'm editing out of this episode. It <laughs> <laughs> um, has my favourite siege. Where the drill comes. Oh, the drill's good, yeah. And how the drill looks very much like the tunneling drills that Penis? they use oh, to sorry, build. <laughs> looks like the tunneling drills that they use to build, like, um, sub, like, subsidy Oh, like subways and, and like stuff that. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, really fucking cool. Very Gordon oh. Have you seen that? No. no, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the I want it like angry Ang in the um angry angry <laughs> fucking hell. I'll give you one more. Yeah, that's it. Fucking Jesus! If you could tile that pun dial right down to zero, that'd be fucking sweet. <laughs> um, the angry Ang I can't fucking stop saying it. Angry Ang episode in the desert uh, is also paired off with the absolute pure joy that is. Sucker drinking cactus juice. Oh, yes. Fuck, man. I love sucker drinking cactus so juice. So good. It'll quench you. <laughs> it's the quenchiest. Yes. <laughs> so great. But literally, all my notes for that episode is just cactus juice. It'll quench you. It's the quenchiest. <laughs> um, <laughs> so great. In Cyberpunk 2077, one of the consumables that you find around there's like water and tomato juice yeah. and stuff. One is cactus juice. No. Yeah. That, I, that, I hope that's a <laughs> no bloody Easter egg. Just, yeah. just cactus juice. It'd be it's good like, if okay, that's... Weird that it's called cactus juice. You know, That'd be sick. Yeah. So what did you guys think? So we spent a fair bit of time in this season in Bar Sing Say. What did you think about Bar Sing Say? It's the first unoccupied Earth Kingdom we've seen other than Omashu. Yeah. And this is the Earth Kingdom capital. This yeah. is the heart of their country. It's really cool. I like how it talks about like classism mm. and how it's very difficult for anyone basically to it's a, leave one sect, yeah. one class or caste almost, it's like to be in the outer ring. Probably the easiest way to describe to a young audience about what a class divide looks like. Yeah. And how that affects 
generations of people. Um, do you think that's where Attack on Titan got the walls from? Yeah, it's with very, the, very with similar. With the three levels, like the three rings and everything. It's literally like that. the same as uh, Rose, Mario, yeah. and um, another flower. Wall, Rose, Wall, Mario. But both of those are based off like historical. That's how castles were built as well. Yeah, three, yeah, three, yeah. three. You had your interior, yeah. your exterior. Yeah. What did um, you think of the trains they used to get around Omashu? Because yeah, that's, that's such cool. a subtle hint um, of world building that I love. Ah, yeah. uh, passing say, yeah. Yeah. Also based kind of on the Omashu um, postal service, like how it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah using earth bending um to get these tracks to get uh, to places yeah. shows my favorite um. Probably my favourite of all time animal hybrid, the armadillo tiger. Armadillo the, tiger? In the episode um, Tales of Bicing Say where yeah. Aang builds the, um, builds the zoo. Also, there are non-hybrid animals in cats. There are cats. There are cats. And we get yeah. the non-hybrid animal of Bosco the, the Bosco bear. The bear. Yeah. I love that scene where it's like, and this is Bosco the bear, and they're like, not platypus bear? <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, armadillo bear? Yeah. No, no just, just bear. Whoa, oh. that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, favorite animal hybrid for me in this season is the saber moose tiger. Oh yeah. Oh, saber moose tiger is oh, gorgeous. Oh yeah, the little baby is so. Cute. And then they get the parent, the mummy saber moose tiger. It's yeah. fucking huge. Oh, something I forgot about season one: the Yuyin archers. Oh yeah, they're sick. They yeah. from the Blue Spirit episode. Yeah, yeah, wicked. that just reminded me because Miyuki the cat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Miyuki, yeah. did you get in trouble with the Fire Nation again? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. sick. Um. Yeah, and then I think it's in the Rough Rhinos that they have, when they have all of these elite fighters, one of them is a Yuyin archer. Yeah. There's one that's throwing bombs. Those Rough Rhinos, like, they're introduced as this, like, elite force. They get, every time they come in, uh, every time they're involved in an episode, they get taken out in, like, seconds. Yeah. They always get utterly destroyed. Yeah. Introduced in the episode um, Avatar Day, yep. which is a really cool one that gives you a good... Um, Backstory of Kyoshi. Yeah, of Kyoshi so being Kyoshi. just like <laughs> a boss bitch. Who, who is your favourite previous Avatar that we see? So <sighs> at this point in the series, we know about Kyoshi, we know about Roku, mm-hmm. and we know about the Water Tribe Korik. one. Yeah. Korik. Well, you don't know too much about Korik, and he does have a really cool backstory. He has a, yeah, me and you were talking about his backstory like dark a few spirit weeks ago. Fighter, and it's his. You briefly get a little introduction when in um, book one, where Aang goes and sees Ko, the mm. face dealer, and it talks about how Ko stole Korik's wife's or wife's lover's face. face. Yeah. yeah um, Mine would have to be Roku because I, d- I like fire so mm. much and Roku rode a fucking dragon, which is cool. I love, yeah. And even though he was a firebender, he tried really hard to be like... Impartial. Yeah, and be like relatively pacifistic when it came to like Sozin, where if it was Kyoshi, she would have just fucking killed his ass. <laughs> yeah, uh, man, for that reason, I love Kyoshi, man. Kyoshi's yeah. a beast. And the fact that she, she lived for like over a thousand years or something I like that. I think it's a couple hundred. I don't oh, know a couple if it's hundred, over a yeah. thousand. But yeah, she learned um, an earthbending technique to basically re- restore her, um, body, her body yeah. because like it's all carbon basis of earth. I just like. love how no nonsense she is. It's just like, this dude's a dick, so they just dig like... Completely cut off Kyoshi yeah. from just moved a literal island, just being an absolute boss. Like Kyoshi, man, and then and she thick too. When she oh. talks about it, yeah, there's <laughs> lots of. I'm sure there's lots of fan fiction oh. of people writing themselves. I can tell you with a hundred percent certainty, buddy, 
If you want to read a fan fiction about getting pegged by Kyoshi, you can fucking read a fan fiction about um, you getting pegged by Kyoshi. She also had a firebending miso or like girlfriend. Yeah, she, she, like for a while. she was bi. Um, yeah. I feel like the Avatar must have heavy mask energy. And mm. like, but I guess Aang's pretty feminine, but like they seem to be pretty, because Korra is pretty mask. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. 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 And also by very, very attracted to like very femme girl and even Mako, Marco, Mako with his femme fucking dressing sense. Man, you fucking leave Mako out of this, man. <laughs> so I'm not ready to tee off about Mako with you just yet, mate. We'll um, warm up to it. What did you What did you think about the Zuko Alone episode? It's the first Boring. episode we've seen. <laughs> How dare See, this you? Is the How part where, like, fucking dare this you? This is the prince you are always meant to be. Fuck you, mate. Zuko um, is... Beautiful oh, prince you are it's always just meant like, to be. That's the part where it sort, of, like, it sort of drops off for me. And I can appreciate them now more as an adult. Mm. They are artistic. But like up as Lost Day, I didn't like very oh, much man. growing up. I didn't like Zuko Alone much growing up. Um, Tales of Bossing Say was like, uh, see, I loved like, all those episodes because they 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 take a break from this series, and this season's really this season's every episode that's like not one of those episodes packs a lot of punch. Like, there's a lot of story well building and plot development that happens throughout this season because there's basically very little plot development in season one, where their main goal is just to get to a temple, a tribe to learn waterbending. In this season. He's learning earthbending while learning waterbending. Also in planning Invasion Day, learning about Susan's comment, learning about the darkest day in history. Twenty six Invasion Day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just said yeah, exactly before I even <laughs> fucking computed what you said. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of plot. This is a plot heavy season, and we've got you know we have the the inner turmoil of Zuko. Um, we have Jet dying. We've got just so much stuff. Excuse me. Oh, a burp came out of nowhere. Um, so those those episodes where it kind of takes a break for me are the shining beacons in this season because it, it, it stops, it pauses, and you get these little one-shot. And Zuko alone, man. Zuko teaching that young boy in the flat, in the fields that lost his brother to the wall about swords and shit, man. Oh, yeah. kill me. That's so beautiful. Eh. Oh, man. No, nah, I'm not re- like I get it now. I appreciate it more it's now. The first I can appreciate it, but it's not like it's not one of the ones that I like to watch on repeat. It's the first glimmer of Zuko becoming beautiful the prince. Oh you God. are always meant to be. You're running out of plays on that. Yeah, can no, we um, edit that out? no way. <laughs> That's my you feel like favorite more, button. More like filler. Almost, yeah. yeah. Like it's almost. It's almost like filler, filler by, de- filler by definition though. doesn't extend the story though. That's Not why necessarily. I said this this is pure because Upper's Lost Day basically it's recaps six, no it recaps six months of what Upper was doing. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> no, knowing I, what Upper has been doing is super important <laughs> because Upper is a vital member of the Team Avatar. The and <laughs> if we were Team Avatar. <sighs> He's going to be up. He's up, yeah. <laughs> You're the big hairy one that we can all ride on. Fucking hell. <laughs> so hard copping flack from the clear Momo of the team. But anyway. <laughs> I don't care. Momo's important. Boomy So's Upper, mate. Boomy acknowledges Momo's importance. Yes. Not Boomy. Uh, up, Where's upper, Momo? Upper and Momo are both great. I named both my guinea pig 
Well, both my guinea pigs are named Upper and Momo. Or really? one's named Upper, one's named Momo. They're both named Upper and Momo. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, Upper and Momo. Oh, hello, Upper and Momo. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, it's all, it's all right. Oh, like, I love it's those. It's all right. Because it's obviously it's filler that's done well. Yeah, it's yeah. filler that's done well. It, like, I it don't does, like it being called filler. It does filler. add to the backstory. <laughs> like you get this whole, it adds to like the trauma that Upper experienced and all of that sort of stuff. It adds to like Zuko's character development. It fleshes it, out it adds passing to, say heaps too. Yeah, yeah, it definitely, but it's more, it's basically world building. Yeah, like, yeah. It, is, I'll, it yeah, seems much that, yeah. more world building, which I fucking love. Mm. Like I love good world building in a story it makes yeah. it easy to get into like i can, I can see how you'd feel like because like we get tales of bassing say upper's lost day and then lake lao guy but before that we get city walls of secrets so those four episodes we get like walls of secrets is a massive episode when it comes to plot development yeah and then La- lake lao guy is a huge episode yeah. So I see why they did that that two breaks, but I can I can see how you'd feel fillery because you know it takes a big pause to talk about some other stuff. That yeah, when every other episode yeah. is so yeah. story driven, the yeah. Dai Li's bending style is fucking cool. How they have those gloves, mm. like Earth gloves, they like throw them out and like grab people with them, and it's like Go Go Gadget extendo arms, basically. Yeah. Like it's fucking. They're cool. pretty. It's pretty wicked, and, and it's good how much they how the later end of this season gets really kind of political because yeah. you have, you know, three different parties vying for control of Barsing Say with, you know, the king of Barsing Say, the leader of the Dai Li and Azula, you know, all buying for control of Barsing Say and the Dai Li are stated many times that whoever Long controls the Dai Li controls, controls Barsing Say. Long Fang. Is Long Fang, thing. thank yeah. you. Uh, the leader of the Barsing um the Dai Li. Dai Li. Yeah, you also get the guru, which is cool. Where yeah. Aang is like, no, I fucking, I want puss. I'm not going to be the avatar. But then <laughs> also, so that's the final episode, the guru and the crossroads of Destin- destiny are the two final yeah. episodes of this season. And can I just say, what a season final. We talked about in the last episode that you didn't find this season final as captivating. Man, Aang going down in that in that Getting final battle. by lightning. Yeah, and also the betrayal of Azuko. Azula's mind games and shit like that. I feel like that has better development of Zuko's character than, um, like Zuko Zuko alone. alone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And I feel like he gets much more like in the when they visit Ember Island. Mm. Um, and yeah, there's there's other ones that I think are are much better. But I get that it is like it helps build it up and it shows that it's not just like just like the Blue Spirit did. That Mm. it's not just this sudden. Jamie Lannister turns around and goes back to fuck Cersei to death. <laughs> Bullshit that they threw in. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like yeah. it's 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 earned. It's yeah, very earned. It's earned and it's fleshed. Also, out. his his betrayal is earned. The yeah. uh, betrayal of uh, Iroh against the Fire Nation is earned. Like all yeah. these things are earned, and th- that's why that last episode for me is so gratifying because everything that happens there is is such a an earned decision, and all these decisions leading up to it make sense, and then. But, the cliffhanger would be more of a proper cliffhanger if I didn't, if I knew Ang wasn't like might die, but it was a hundred percent certain that he wasn't going to die. I when. see. I remember watching that and never thinking that he was going to die, but I did assume that the Avatar state was gone. Yeah, that that was my assumption straight away. I was like, oh, he just lost the Avatar state, or at least he lost the ability to be the Avatar. Yeah, because um, which which are both not true. He gains both of those back very quickly. But, yeah, for me – and also we get the reveal in that episode of um, uh, 
um, you know, the potential of a relationship between Zuko and Katara, which is like one of the most favorite pairings on on <laughs> fan, fan fiction. fiction. Yeah. Awful pairing. They would never work together. Fuck that. Who? No, you're wrong. Zuko wow. What's second best, her and Sokka? <laughs> <laughs> Zuko and Sokka. Zuko should have ended up with Toph. It's the only woman enough handle, woman and only person woman enough to handle Zuko. And the it's only Toph. person that can handle Toph. Because <laughs> yeah. she ends up having like fucking ten partners. <laughs> yeah, ten partners, of people. Yeah. I love all the Toph stuff in Korra. It's so yeah. great. She gets such a great role in Korra, man. Oh. Um, also, <laughs> another reason why um, there's a potential that She's still alive and kicking pretty chill when, like, everyone else is decrepit. Yeah. Is that she's a really powerful earthbender. Yeah, she's... It seems like the earthbenders have the ability to... Longevity. Yeah. I think it's because they're they're described as sturdy and hardy people and stubborn. I think it's just they're too stubborn to die. die. Which I love. I love that Also, I think Katara could outlive Aang because she's the most powerful healer in that point in time. Mm. Yeah. Um... What it, so we haven't really spoken much about Toph. Her introduction in the Blind Bandit is probably my honourable mention for favourite episode. Again, a disabled character. Yeah. That's not just written in there because it's like, oh, inclusive. It's like here is a valid character that is valid in all of their things. We're not just putting her in because she's blind. No. Being blind is just another part of her character, mm. just like she's from a well-off family and she is a powerful bender. It's like there's She's just, also a bit of a dick. Yeah, she's rich. <laughs> no, she's just, just a bit of a asshole. dick. Yeah, she's literally she's like rewatching this. I'm like, you're a bit of a dick. Yeah, she's the only child who's brought up with a wealthy family. Yeah, so like, yeah, she's just. But like her her bending style and the way they animate her bending with the black and white vibrations through the earth and the stuff is yeah, really cool. Yeah. Oh, mm, it's... and when Aang first figures out and like how to get around it, yeah. oh, it's so great. Yeah, twinkle toes because yeah. he's like, yeah, mm. not touching. And that cool way she defeats the boulder. The boulder. <laughs> I, for so long, and I don't know why, had it in my head that that was Nicolas Cage. I remember <laughs> telling people, I'm like, yeah, Nick Cage is in it. Nick Cage is in it. He's the play- voice is the boulder. I don't know. I must have, someone just must have told me. You know how, like, misinformation just yeah. spreads? Uh, or you just years. make shit up. Oh, yeah, probably just made it up <laughs> one day. But, like, for so long. And, like, re-watching this back, I'm like, oh, I can kind of see how you could, I could have, you know, mistaken yeah. the boulder. But... Man, that episode's great. Um, that, but when the, she's battling, like, in the Blind Bandit episode, when she's battling people, that one how, um, I think it is, the boulder goes to stand, and then she sends that rock mm. thing curving around, he steps right on it and goes out and does, does the, the splits. splits. Yeah. And then she does, like, the three-finger, like, boom, and the, the three mm. bits of earth come out and, like, shoot him in, like, the crutch, That's the so midsection great. and the chest, and he goes flying. And it's just, like, it's just, she's... It's so, like, well, all of the bending, like I said, is so beautifully animated, but, mm. like, that in particular, like, it's just, all it's just Toph, fucking cool. Toph yeah. throughout the series has the most um, impactful feeling bending because all her bending is um, orchestrated by the this this rumbling sound of rocks that they always play, yeah. like, to sound effect the, the earth bending, and it's such a great sound. It's like... And in oh, the yeah, end of the it. series, she develops metal bending. Metal bending, man. So, yeah, we get the reveal of metal bending in the last... Season this also the yeah. two people she trapped in that metal cage right yeah. dead hundred percent right <laughs> starved to death who gets them out there's no other oh, metal yeah. bender on the planet and she metal bends the door shut oh yeah and they're really tight together too and it's not like they have an angle grinder no they <laughs> even say he even says oh we're we're gonna we're we're stuck in here I'm like yeah how are you getting out they're dead she She's straight up murdered they're <laughs> suffocating yeah I love that they talk about how ang 
like wouldn't kill um, people, but yeah. then like they they bring the not necessarily him, but like the gang bring down um, the ships, the airships. Oh, like yeah. When he's embodied by the spirit of the ocean, he just goes ham on all. Oh of yeah. those. you know he'll <laughs> never look at someone and kill them. No, <laughs> but like but he'll, they will. Yeah, it's just like it's just like Superman. War- like he won't kill anyone, but he'll fucking oh, smash the skyscraper. Depends who's directing the movie. If it's just Zack Schneider, he'll go ham on a whole fucking <laughs> city. But like the, you cannot tell me that at the end of like um the end of the battle in the water tribe that there weren't waterbenders that just like waterbending corpses of fire soldiers into yeah. the ocean just like oh here's another 30 courses <laughs> corpses yeah but just and Toff which is like I'm the greatest earthbender alive oh, she's she so great she's so great yeah and then does that sick move where she like makes two mountains like oh. slide underneath her so she can move like it's like also there's a speed. sick line in here and I think it's in the episode the chase yeah the chase where um, the gang is being uh, uh, chased by Azula and all that in this metal train, and they're all getting tired and grumpy, and there's one line in here, and it's so savage. I should have added it to the soundboard, where um, Katara and Toph are having a fight because they they have this weird relationship through the whole season, and Katara's looking at the stars, and she goes, oh, man, the stars look so pretty tonight. It's a shame, Toph. I'm like, bitch, <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> Yeah, there's That's so many good blind so jokes in there. The first episode of The Blind Bandit when she gets introduced and she's asked to hand the belt back that Ang uh, Ang won and Sucker just throws it at him and it fucking KOs. <laughs> yeah, it just lands on top of her head. It's fucking great. It's so good, man. Book two is hands down like my second favourite book of this series. Like for me, it's it's book one, book two, book three in order. They escalate in greatness and... Man, book two I is still stay steady on two, one, three. So you think this is the weaker season? Yeah, is but it just because like, of those episodes? Those it's the weakest by quote like unquote episodes. The, and also the chase like isn't super captivating. Like mm. I know it's meant to be like really intense because they're chasing them and stuff like that. But there's just so many cuts to this fucking. Yeah, train. that 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 episode is very. Um, they found it's one premise repeated, and throughout Ju- the whole episode, Judy gives me the shits. Like, and oh. there's just some, like, it's, it's like, I fucking love it. Like, and if I just watched season two alone, I'd be like, this is amazing. This yeah. is one of the best things in the world. But it's like when you're comparing platinum to diamond platinum, <laughs> <laughs> ultra diamond platinum or whatever, yeah. like splitting like, hairs, but yeah. Yeah. It's, enough. it's, it's the weakest for a lack of a better term. I, my, my only counter, uh, counter argument I have is Uncle Iroh's tea shop. That's all I'll say. Yeah. That's all I'll cool. say. The Jasmine Dragon. It's so great. Oh, and that whole bit where Jet's like, they're firebenders and Zuko's <laughs> fighting with just the sword and like how they just basically gaslit this poor guy into <laughs> insanity. Oh. <laughs> like, no, we're not. Poor Jet, uh, man. Uh, uh. He gets introduces <laughs> this rebel bad boy in it like the first season. You kind of love that you, you hate that you love him. And the second season, again, he's this rebel bad boy. And then he instantly gets brainwashed, gaslit, and fucking killed. It's so fucking yeah. brutal. But no, it's it's like, it's it's awesome. It's it's really strong. Mm. The, like, uh, like, again, it's beautifully animated. Like, the, mm. the um, like, when Zuko and Iroh were going to get captured by Zula and then mm. they left and then they cut off their top knots and now they have this new hairstyle. Oh, Z- Zuko's hair in this again. It's so... <laughs> Good, yeah, I love Zuko. And the the costume changes that they do in the characters is mm. cool. Like, I yeah, think every it's, season, it's really every cool. season has a new, unique kind of twist on it. Yeah. Um, favorite side character for this this season? Um, the foaming at the mouth guy again. The again, second yeah. time is even funnier, man. So funny. He's like, 
And then they're like, where's Aang? Like, oh, he's not here. It's like, oh. Yeah. Gets up all meekly and like covers his head and, and walks out. So fucking funny, man. I wish, I wish they'd done it the third time. Like I yeah. really wish like. There's only like, well, a couple, there's so many jokes that get repeated through the season, but that's not one of them. Like Cabbage Guy's through it all. No, he's not in the third book either. He's in the third book. No, he's not. They yeah. mention. No, he isn't he, he's in that episode of the Amber Island players. Because he's the one that wrote it. They mentioned, yeah, that they or got is information. Or he just mentioned, yeah. They got information yeah, okay. from many different sources, including, including a, a surprisingly knowledgeable merchant, <laughs> merchant of cabbage. Merchant of cabbages. Yeah. Um, uh, for me, it's the vine guy, Hugh. Uh, yeah. Fucking, oh man. Hey, Hugh! Where I are love, you? <laughs> I love this one, man. It's it's one of my favourite episodes yeah, of TV. awesome. It's and I so love great. that they, like, just got leaves and leaves as pants and oh, muddy feet. Like, I really identify with those swamp people. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I really identify you with those swamp people. <laughs> <laughs> Jono, favorite side character? Um, uh, George. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's say Cabbage Guy. Yeah, yeah okay. I'll, give I'll give you that. My cabbages. My cabbages. Uh, again, absolute banger of a of a season. This season's getting it for sure. Yeah, it's getting everything. Oh man, it's so good. Yeah, they introduced my my waifu. They introduced totally. my way too, May. Mine would be yours in a fight. Yeah, but mine wouldn't fight because she's cooler than that. <laughs> she doesn't need to prove that she's better. She's just better. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so book two, Avatar The Last Airbender. It's getting it. It's getting it. It's getting watched. Okay, time to move on. It's the multi cheese segment. Uh, the multi cheese segment. The multi cheese segment. Uh, this is a weekly segment of the show where we take look, uh, take a look back at the various shows that aired on Cheese TV, and we decide whether it's aged like fine cheese or if it's just multi. This week on the menu, it's Beyblades, the original series. Oh my god, I love this series. Let's fucking get into it. It's Beyblades. Let it rip. Beyblades season one. Uh, so Beyblades aired in 2001. So this is a relatively newish show for the aired on Cheese TV. It's definitely one of the yeah. newer ones I've reviewed. And it's God, definitely this was, closer to stuff that we were really. Yeah, this one I remember so vividly. Uh, so this is, um, oh, how do you describe this? So Beyblades was a, a series revolving around the sport of battling spinning tops. <laughs> 
It's such a loose premise and it's so clearly designed to sell toys, but fuck me, if I did not gobble up every little bit of content that was spat out of this money-hungry so series. my cousins who are like of Japanese heritage, like my auntie is Japanese, they had Beyblades before that they were on show. Oh, really? Yeah. And so that's what came first? Well, I don't know if it came first per se, but they, because it was Japanese yeah. before it was dubbed. She knew what it was and they knew what it was. Um, But yeah, I, um, we got these for a Christmas one time, um, probably Christmas late 2001, because in 2002 we were battling them at school and they got banned as every good fad does. Oh man, that's exactly, that's my exact, (laughs) you know, um, rain gauge of how, how good a toy was if it got mentioned at a school assembly. No more Beyblades. Beyblades, Digimon, Pokemon cards were all gone in the first week. That's just school in general. The kids are having fun. Yeah. Yeah. Man, Beyblades at my school were dangerous. So I remember one year, (laughs) remember one year, one year, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When they brought out the metal discs. Well, they all had metal discs. Mine had, OG ones. OG had metal discs. Um, so I, I got me, me and <laughs> Kurt. My, like no, me and Kurt got our uh, Beyblades for Christmas, and I, I got a green one who was uh, synonymous with the character Max. Um, and Kurt had this this blue one, I think. And anyway, we we took him to school, and this little I'm going to flame this kid, Ricky Bush. If you're listening, I oh, fucking still Ricky hate you, Bush. Ricky he's Bush. Not that guy. No, <laughs> he's, a no, he's fucking sniffing petrol in the back of someone's <laughs> basement. Anyway, fucking <laughs> flamey Ricky Bush. No, it's okay. I'm not. I'm over it. Anyway, this <laughs> really he stole my Beyblade day one of school. He stole it to have a look at it and didn't give it back for the whole of recess. And I was fucking distraught all day because this little twat had stolen my Beyblade. <laughs> um, wow. But yeah, so Beyblade. So four Beybladers and their genius friend travel the world as a team, the Blade Breakers, to win champions. And they realize along the way that there is more at stake than they know. So, so being the younger brother of two brothers, mm. I always get a second pick in which character I was allowed to be when we would play games. That's I thought, exactly what happened to my younger brother. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I thought, yay, finally, this main character's name is Tyson. That's literally my name. <laughs> I'm going to get to be him. And Callum no. was like, no. I'm Tyson. I get Dragoon. I'm the main guy. <laughs> so, man, the, the main team, the main team of the ba- Blade Breakers. <laughs> Even if you're not Tyson, there's still many, so, so many other cool But it was characters. my name. Oh, no. <laughs> no one wants to be the turtle. Yeah, and that's what, about, what I was. What about Kai or Raycon? Raycon had the... Raycon, um, that's a... Um, <laughs> brand of earbuds. Fuck it is too. Sponsors. He had he had the the white tiger Beyblade that yeah, was that wicked. Was dope, yeah. yeah. And then you got Max Tate, who was the blonde blue kid, blonde uh, blonde hair blue eyed kid. Uh, he the he Aryan, was my favorite. The token Aryan. Oh, he was so good. He had uh, this green kind of sharp edged Beyblade. Man, what did you think of their hair in this? Oh man, watching watching <laughs> this. So I watched I watched five episodes of this one. I reckon. But I watched uh, highlights of, yeah, recently. Um, I watched this all back in the day. But, yeah, I watched five episodes recently for this segment. And I watched, like, tournament arcs, like the big season final yeah, tournament backs, uh, battles. And, man, for a show that's about spinning tops fighting, this show is so action-packed. It is nuts. <laughs> yeah, well, like, it, it's they make insane. it good because, like, the out of the spinning tops comes the spirit of a fucking beast. Oh, and then so They fight good. each other <laughs> and they have attacks like Pokemon. Like, Dragoon, use 
whippy butter time. But a oh, lot yeah. of this is literally just spinning tops <laughs> whizzing around like and dodging. Crash, crash. Oh, so great. And, and like, and oh, look, and this one stays still and that's its thing. And this the, one darts about. The and tech then genius and then Dizzy. Do you remember Dizzy with the big glasses? Yeah. <laughs> she, had a, she had a Beyblade and it was like a cheat Beyblade because it had a spring for a tip and it yeah. kept springing. Ping. Boing, boing. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I remember that. This, this show is Classic. really, really good. I, I don't have a bunch to say on this because, yeah, it's just made to sell toys, but... Fuck it work. Ingenious way as well. We all have... Like, I bought... It was Christmas Day yesterday and Teddy, my son, got a Beyblade that he has Yeah, he showed me. Yeah, it's such a cool Beyblade. Like, it's it all day. still around. And this came out in 2001. Do so. you remember after they originally launched them and then they brought out the pistol grip? Yeah. Oh, yes. And then... You were not cool unless you had the pistol And you got the grip pistol grip launcher. and the extra long ripcord. Oh, yeah. I got an extra long ripcord. Oh, my God. Oh, so wow. right. Like a ripcord that like by the time you'd fully ripped it all the way, you had completely removed your shoulder from its socket. <laughs> just <could, laughs> wrenched it out. Just <laughs> I was talking to one of my old bosses and he was talking about Beyblades, how his kids had them. And I was like, yeah, we had those as a kid. And he's like, no way. Like, I was like, yeah. Yeah. It was on it was TV like, yeah. like last week. And yeah, like it's still, it's just like it. Yu-Gi-Oh when I went and watched like fucking the Pendulum Duel. Yeah. Mm. It's like, this is trash, but it's cool that it's still going. But yeah, Beyblades has gone through. There was a weird stage that I remember where Beyblades went from spinning tops to spinning wheel things for a little while. Oh, yeah. That was awful. <laughs> that was so bad. I don't know if I remember that. Oh, that was like... Weren't they Hot Wheels? TV. There was Hot no, Wheels. No, there was Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels, they tried to get on the fan, like the yeah. the express of the Hot Wheel rip wheel. Yeah. Because that's yeah. what kids want, a wheel. <laughs> or a spinning top, <laughs> thank you. Chase yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, Beyblades, man. It, it was wicked. And it's this is... it's Mally one of even loves Beyblades. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be one of now. the first... Uh, one of many of the... Um, the uh, uh, cartoons we'll cover on this segment that's basically designed to sell a specific toy and I think it's the best one. There's another one that I remember, Crush Gears, which came out around the same time. Nothing Crush will be Bakugan. Oh, man, Bakugan. Bakugan's no, not on TV. Like after, right? Yeah, Bakugan's a toaster to TV. On. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, man, there was about 4,000 Bakugan in this house, man. There is <laughs> so many Bakugan here. Mm. I've rolled countless ankles on Bakugan. <laughs> it's brutal. Um, but yeah, Beyblades is getting it, guys. Of course, man. We've got two in a row that are getting it. I'm so excited. Mm. Cover all 9,000 taste bud. Aerate it. Warm it up. Driving up that top note. That cream. Pure vanilla. Sweeteners. Mm. That's a 10. That's a 10, baby. 10 out of 10. Beyblades ten. is getting it. Um, man, it's been an absolutely wicked episode again, guys. Uh, book two, Avatar done. One book left to go. Yep. Oh, the book best three one. is amazing. And I, my throat's sore from talking so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, you want to just turn your microphone off? I think it was off for most of that, mate. It was crazy. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure again, guys. We'll leave it there. Uh, like the socials at Lords of Dorktown. Email uh, the pod if you want to get in touch, and we'll, we'll read your letters out. Love Hello. to hear from the dogs. Follow Phil on Reddit for I Love Big Fooders. <laughs> <laughs> Stay dorky. Follow Tyson on Reddit on R slash cartoon cunts. <laughs> and uh, keep it dorky. Keep it dorky. And roast, Phil on, roast Phil on the socials, please. No, no. <laughs> My wife already gets all the self-esteem out of me. I don't need you guys to do it too. Keep it dorky. <laughs> Thank you.